Welcome to the Jesus Famous Podcast. Thanks for being here with us. Today we have a special guest. His name is Manny Colazzo, our executive pastor at Calvary Monterey, and he is joining us to talk about time. More specifically, how can we use time for God's glory? God has given you the gift of time. And so often in life, we don't know how to use our time or we let time pass by. But in scripture, we find that there are some really practical ways to use our lives for God's glory. So I hope that this conversation is helpful for you as you're thinking through the next few years of your life and on down the line. What's up, Manny? Hey, man. Good to great see you, brother. To, great to be here. Recovering from Monday, from Sunday. Yes. It was a big so day for you. It was a big day. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you for preaching that word, man. It was so solid. I had a quick question for you. This is probably one of the most important questions I'll ask the whole time we're talking. We talked about the brevity of life. Yeah. Life is short. The people got to know, Manny. What is the one piece of nutritional, health, <laughs> wellness advice that they got to take for their short life. What is the most important thing that you got to do with a short life, health-wise? Health-wise, I would have to say uh, it'd come down to nutrition, 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 that, That's nutrition. your thing, huh? Yeah. It's, it's not my, it's the most part, it's the hardest part of the whole thing. It's important and yeah, it's hard. It's yeah. hard. Yeah, it's the most important <laughs> and hard. Yeah, I keep moving and all that stuff, but you can move and blow your nutrition and you just sit in one spot. Nothing, no progress being made. Totally. You know, you're just holding steady. Life so. is short. You got to fuel up, right? That's right. You got to fuel up with yeah. good nutrition. That's right. Yeah. It's so good, man. <laughs> this message, bro, was just so solid. Um, I loved your illustration with the tape. Okay. Thinking about how long your life could be. Taking, you know, that portion off the tape that represents how many years you've lived. Yes. So you kind of see how much you have left to live. I thought it was just a really sobering um I feel like it helped us keep our feet on the ground a little bit, so to speak, like with reality. Yes. And it really made me consider like, what, what are the next years of my life going to really look like? How am I going to have impact for the kingdom and my family and all of that? So thank you for that example. Amen. That's exactly what I was hoping. So good. That would happen in everybody's life as they held that measuring tape up, that they would be asking those kinds of questions in whatever field that they're in, season of life, age that they're in. Wherever they're at in, you know, they would do that. Hey, what is yeah. the next? What, how has the past been spent? And man, how am I going to use the future? So. Totally. And if, you, if you're listening to this right now and you weren't there for the message, what Manny did was he had a piece of tape or like measuring tape. Measuring tape, yeah. And we looked at the centimeter side, yep. looked at the 80 mark, made a little tear. And then he said, all right, how old are you? Go to that number on the tape, make the rip yes, and compare which strip is bigger, shorter, and um, considering the later years after your age, what are you going to do with those years? Yeah, And uh, it was just such a helpful exercise. So if you weren't there for that, um, something great for you to do at home Absolutely. when you have some tape or a calculator or something. Yeah. But Or call the church. We got a bunch of measure, paper measuring tapes left Oh, yeah, we'll, we got some extras. We'll get them to you. So <laughs> That's great. Well, I'd love to ask you, Manny, about sure. some of the different points you made from the message and what we do here on the Jesus Famous Podcast is we just kind of break down the Sunday sermons at Calvary Monterey a bit 
and just try to go a little bit deeper sure. and explore our personal experiences a little bit with scripture and um, how it impacts our everyday life. So we try to get a little more practical if you're down for that. Um, I'd love to ask you some questions. So I wanted to ask you the questions though in a more like manny kind of way because when you've led staff meetings before, you've taken me a verse or a chapter and you've asked some really pointed questions. What does this text teach us about God? What does it teach us about us? And how is that knowledge now going to impact our decisions for the future? I really love the way you break down scripture a lot of times. So I just want to ask you about um, the brevity of life, Psalm 90, um, this um, you know, psalm from Moses talking about numbering his days, that request he had for God, and how it related to wisdom. So I want to ask you, how has your understanding personally about who God is changed as you've considered the brevity of life, your lifespan? Um, what have you learned about God through considering that? Has, has there been any kind of epiphanies for you with who he is? Yeah, um, and it's a little bit different than what I taught yesterday because mm-hmm. this psalm has been brewing in my heart since I turned 48 mm-hmm. back in January. Yeah. And as I was processing my years and praying through that and thinking through that, that verse came to mind, mm-hmm. teach us to number our days. And so as I was uh, had turned 48, and considering how many cha- how much change I've gone through and um, how my life is different and I'm not what I used to be, but I'm not who I want to become. Mm. Um, you know, as I've been meditating on that psalm and praying through it, listening to different Bible studies and stuff, one, how, number one, that, that God values time so much mm. yeah. that he gives it to us one second at a time. Hmm. You know, and each one of those are so precious to him. And so, um, and that God cares for me, you know, yeah. that he loves me, that he's into me, that he adores me, that he uh, has given me this gift to savor, to to nurture, to cultivate, to invest hmm. so much so that he um, gives it to me one second at a time and uh, one day at a time, one year at a time. Um, and. And so it's, 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 it's taught me that um, even though he's outside of time and he's timeless and he's eternal, he's created it hmm. and he, he wants me to, to, to cherish it and not waste it. You know, that's important to him. Wow. That's so cool. I love that. I've never thought about that, that God gives us the gift of time, but slowly like yes. he gives it to us one, and intentionally yep. too. Man, what a gift and a resource to really use for his glory. What about for you, just considering um, yourself and your experience, who you are, what has considering how long your life might be just done for your own psyche and your thought about who you are, your future, has it taught you anything, made you consider things about yourself, um, made you wish that you did something different in your past, or um, considering how short life can be and the remaining years of your life, what has it taught you about yourself? I think it's um it scared me. Yeah. Um because you know again having turned 48 and if I don't know I mean I there if I live to be 80 I realize how much sh- short time but the reality is I don't know. It yeah. could be right now, it could be 
but how easy it is to waste that time on pettiness, on silly things, on, on things that don't really matter. I'm not saying it's not good to decompress, to rest, mm. to have fun. If that's the highest use of those times that God has for you, then absolutely you must do it. Mm. But how easy it would be for me to waste that time and not live it out intentionally if I was just careless and carefree, if I didn't mm. spend the time meditating on it, if I didn't allow the brevity of my life to sober me up. Yeah. You know, it could go by quickly. And so one of the things that I did, and I showed this to the staff mm. one time, is uh, I think I did. Yeah, yeah, I did. Um, to help me uh, be that, do that, be, have this reminder, I created a little visual for myself at home. I counted out how many weeks of life I have left till I turn 80. Mm -hmm. And I bought little glass marbles and I put them all in a jar. Yeah. We just finished moving, so I haven't actually, so the jar is there, all the marbles are there, but I haven't started doing it because we're still getting settled in. And my goal is to every week pull one marble out, hmm. one marble out one marble out to have that visual reminder of this could be your time. You think it's 80, it could be any time, but this could be your last week. Wow. You know, and that's one of the ways that I'm applying that and motivating myself to not waste it, you know, yeah. to cherish it, to value it, to remind myself that again, God values this, what he has given you. Yeah. It's a gift. Don't take it for granted. Hmm. Wow. I love that. I remember that marble illustration that you had. And it reminded me, I've seen people put on their desk like a little skull. Uh -huh. And I know that, I think that a lot of, um, I may be misquoting this, but I think a lot of monks used to do that. They would really take old skulls and put them on their desk as a reminder of their mortality. Wow. And it would kind of sober them up. The same thing you're talking about. <laughs> yeah. So the marbles, I think, is a probably nicer yeah. example. Yeah, my wife likes the marbles. I was say, my wife's marbles, not going to like this, the, the skull. skull thing. <laughs> yeah, it's not going to fly in my house <laughs> or even in the counseling yeah. office, probably. But um, and what a great reminder. One, one week out, yeah. one week out, this is how much I have left potentially. Make the most of it. Yes. It's so cool. Kind of on that train of thought, you know, thinking about. You know, you have a certain amount of time. You want to use your time wisely for the Lord. You want to be a blessing to the people around you. Um, what would you suggest for someone who is maybe, maybe just really considering this for the first time now? Like I'm thinking about maybe like a younger high schooler, young man or something, young woman, who heard this message and is like, okay, I'm at the price shorter end probably of how much life I've lived and what life is going to look like but I want to make an impact. I want to use my time wisely, but I don't really know what to do yet. Um, I don't know if I have much to offer yet. I'm sure people feel like that um, at a lot of different ages, but what do you think is like a good next step for someone, for someone who's starting to consider their life in that kind of way? What can they do to start making a difference or to use their time in a way that honors God? Mm -hmm. Do you have any thoughts about that? I think so. Um, I think one of the first things that comes to mind is someone who's on the other end that I'm in, mm -hmm. they have a lot of, we think, we assume yeah. that they have, the point of the message is that you really don't know. Yeah. But no matter, no matter whether you don't know or you did know, my advice to that young person would be start with the end in mind. Hmm. What, 
if you were 80, how would you like your life to look like going back? What, right. what you want, what do you want to be said about you? What are your hopes and dreams? What do you want to have accomplished? What are the things that, mm. you, how do you want your life to look or, um, and even though I'm saying you want your life to look, I'm assuming that, um, you're trying to look at lens through the lens of God mm-hmm. and you're going to weave that into how you want your life to look. Yes. You know, that will be aligned with the gospel, aligned with Jesus. That isn't, it's not a self-centered, self-focused. So assuming that that's what we're asking, right. begin with, begin with the end and work backwards from there. And I think it's important for a young person because they're, uh, they change so much, yeah. you know, that maturing process from one to 18 and then from 18 to 25, you're, mm-hmm. you're, I mean, that growth curve is up and to the right and it's right. sharp. So I think one of the wise things to do is keep your options open. Don't zero in too quickly because you're going to change so much. Life circumstances happen. And the older you get, what happens is you begin to, what I've found, the focus begins to narrow and so if you narrow it too quickly, too soon, you're eliminating options. But I think it would be wise to consider keeping your options open. So what could that look like? Um, what can you do now to make sure you have, you don't eliminate opportunities, mm-hmm. but you create opportunities, you know, for yourself. Um, so for example, one idea, this is just shooting in, shooting in the dark, young yeah. person, um, education. You know, you might not end up being, you know, the high powered executive or anything like that, but what career paths are you, you know, will provide you the most, uh, opportunity. Mm -hmm. Um, you might not end up using that degree, but it might be a good idea to go to college. Why? Because it just gives you options. Yeah. You know, if school isn't for you, that's okay. But what can you do to make sure that your next steps gives you two, three, four, five options so that you have the opportunity? Oh man, I have a little more wisdom now under my belt. Hmm. I have these options. I have eliminate. Now I can take this step. I could take this step. I could take this step. God, what do you want me to do? You lead me. You guide hmm. me. So there'll be some broad strokes of advice that I would give to someone who is young, yeah. looking at the measuring tape, not knowing quite what the future looks like for them, is start backwards and keep your options open as you move forward. Man, that's solid. That's good advice. <laughs> so. I love that kind of riffing on that for a moment I'd love to ask you about yourself and maybe your younger self and you know if you were able to you know go back and talk to me your 20 year old self your 18 year old self and you're thinking about maybe the problems that you're facing at that time in your life the different decisions you're trying to make and all of that how would you counsel yourself back then knowing what you know now about the brevity of life about how to gain wisdom, how would you counsel yourself to move through some of those problems maybe that you had? I don't know if you'd be willing to share me like one thing that you were facing at that age. Um, but how would, how would what you know now may change that man's life a little bit? I guess, you know, what's, what's happening inside of me as you ask that question is I, I've done, I did so many things wrong. Hmm. I feel. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And there's so much I would say, you know, so much I would do different. And I mean, because I'm just thinking different and, you know, Hmm. I mean, going off of what I just said, you know, 
I was brutal with uh, eliminating options. Mm-hmm. I was so impulsive. Uh, you know, I thought I knew more than I really did. I gave myself, to, and part of that is my how I, I'm wired. Yeah. But part of it was also the foolishness that, you know, being young, that you don't have the perspective of having lived life and realize that wasn't as big of a deal Hmm. as I thought it was. Um, For example, you know, one of the things that I wish I would have done earlier is gone to school Hmm. and gotten my, gotten a degree, even if right now I'm not using it. Right. Um, it just would have op- given me more options, like I said earlier. Mm-hmm. I quickly eliminate that as an option. Mm. You know, as, um, <laughs> I I would have been friends with more people, mm-hmm. and what I mean by that is, um, I I kept my social circle small. I don't know why I did that. Um, I would have, I don't know why I just would become just very narrow. I I was very narrow and focused in my, in, in my relationships rather than, just being friendly and friends with anyone and everyone yeah. who crossed my paths and crossed my path, um, especially when it came to, you know, to uh, girls and relationships like mm-hmm. that. Um, rather than taking it so seriously, mm-hmm. just be friends. You know, yeah. there's nothing wrong with being friends. It doesn't have to lead to anything. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't even know why I'm saying this. You might even want to cut this off. Of the, <laughs> this is. I'm just. Yeah, just riff a little bit. Um, Let me see. I'm glad I came to know Jesus as young as I did. Hmm. Even though I've made a lot of mistakes, it's also saved me from from some significant errors and lapses in judgment. Hmm. Um, because I was pursuing Jesus from the time I was 17. And just by that, there's a wisdom yeah. that comes from, I'm following Jesus and living by his word. I might not understand it all, but that trajectory saved me from a trajectory of not following him. Hmm. You know, Amen. so I, that would be a, a good piece of advice that I would give myself is, uh, Lean into your faith more. Uh, depend on the faith of others. Don't mm-hmm. think you... Know, here you go. Here goes one. Uh, don't think you know it all. Depend more on the wisdom of the men and mm-hmm. women who have gone before you and know better. Ask them questions. Be a, more of a student. Because I was so narrow-focused in my relationships, I quickly, I quickly wrote off the older generation because... I don't, I know better mm-hmm. when now being one of those older people, I'm like, Oh, and I see young people. Mm-hmm. Oh, I wish I could say something, you know, but I don't, but, um, I wait for the opportunity. Yeah. Learn from others who are where you see yourself and where you want to be and ask questions and be a student of yes. them. 
that's a great piece of advice, especially as you're considering your own lifespan, your own impact, your own influence. Look at someone else who's maybe gone the distance a little bit, maybe even lived the life that you admire mm-hmm. and want to, in some kind of ways, replicate a little bit, ask questions, learn from their faith, embody those principles and those practices. I mean, I, I wish that I would have done the same thing too in my even earlier years of life as well. But um, that humble, teachable attitude, yeah. that is just so, so, so important. Man, this has been so helpful, Manny. Thanks for helping us break down a bit more of Psalm 90, Moses' request to know the brevity of life, to understand wisdom. A crazy prayer, right? But um, such a joy to actually dig into and to know that we have the resource of God's word and the community of faith to lean on as we consider life. So thank you for the message on Sunday and your example. I'm always really encouraged by you and inspired by your life. So thank you, Manny. Thanks for jumping into the podcast today. Oh, man, it was a pleasure. Thank you so much. And if anybody has any questions or want to process that, you know, feel free to reach out to either one of us Mm -hmm. at the church, through the podcast or whatever. We'd love to be available as a resource. We pray that today's discussion has blessed you. For more information and to take the discussion further, you can visit nateholdridge.com for additional articles and content. If you enjoyed today's episode, please like, subscribe, and share so we can continue to reach people and make Jesus famous in our lives and the lives around us. Until next time, God bless.